This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Cherie Zampino. Are you going to put like applause in the background? Will you do that for me? For you, we're going to put applause. We're going to put bells. We're going to put whistles. I Have mean, <laughs> what is going on? How is Beverly Hills doing today? How, how's LA? Well, LA is, I mean, it's sunny, it's beautiful, it's not too hot, it's not too cold. This is perfection for me. I like to wake up in the morning and it's not too hot. You know, you've got a beautiful breeze and then gradually the sun kind of peeks through the clouds. That's what today is. It's, it's perfection. I love that. I'm in the Hamptons for the summer. So it's the same type of, you know, making a reference to New York because I know you spent your time in New York. It's the same thing in the Hamptons. You wake up and it's like, cool and then it gets warm and then it gets cool at the end of the day I'm like I love this I love that because I like the season I like I'm, I'm a seasonal girl like I love fall so it gives me fall in a day basically you know all the different changes it goes through I love it I love it it's like my love language I like that do you miss New York I mean I know you went to FIT like do you ever I'm miss New York curse. Uh, uh that's a no I I don't I was from upstate New York Okay, so let me let me say this because I don't want to throw Schenectady under the bus because I went back last year to surprise my father for his birthday. And when I tell you, it was just like I couldn't wait to get out when I was there, you know, and I, I left at 16. That's when I left Schenectady. I could I graduated early, was gone, couldn't wait. And then when I went back, I was like, this is quite lovely. And it was actually the first time that I ever drove in Schenectady. I never, I didn't know how to drive at 16. I didn't learn to drive until I was 21 out in California. So it was crazy. I took my dad and I just drove around the city. I'm like, this is really, it was charming. And I just, I, yeah, I, I forged a new connection and a new relationship with it. So, but, but, you, but, but I don't miss it. <laughs> I mean, you're in California and LA, like, why would you miss? Exactly. Well, I know you went to FIT. Like, were you always into fashion? Are you a fashion girl? 
I am, I am. I've, I, and it's funny because I've, I've tried to deny myself and just like, you know, it's just superficial and I'm above the fashion and I'm over it. And you just, you, you can't, if it's in you, it's in you. And, you know, I just, as a little girl, like I remember my mother taking me to, to, to school shopping and I would naturally gravitate David to the most expensive thing in the store. And of course, you know, she would always make a joke out of it. Um, but I think I just, I love, I love quality. I love, you know, I, I, I just, I love couture. I love high fashion. I do. I just do. I just do. It's in my blood. I love it. I, I, I get it. I mean, there's, it's like fashion represents your personality, right? Like you really could some days I want to look this way. Some days I want to look this way. Some days I want to look high end. Some days I want to look low end. It's just, it is what it is. Right. Got options. Right. It's self-expression. And then from, from the designer standpoint, it's like, it's creativity. It's, it's, it's art in motion. You know, that's what it is. It's art in motion. So yeah. Well, you also have your shariaelizabeth.com online boutique and you yeah. started whoop ash body butter. How did this, I mean, where, you know, out of all the products <laughs> that you could start, where does whoop ash body butter, where does that idea come from, Sheree? It, let me tell you, it was so bizarre. I, you know, I, 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 I like to think of myself, I've, I've got a lot of layers. I'm, I'm com- complex, I'd like to say. Not what, hard, What's your sign? Scorpio. Okay. I'm a Gemini. So we've got a lot going on here. We've got a lot of, we've got a lot of layers. So I actually started with um, honey. I like, first of all, I love to cook. So you're talking about 2006 is when I kind of started the process many, many years ago, love to cook, found this white honey at my church, at the church cafe and love the honey. It tasted like to me, I normally don't like the taste of honey, but it tasted like the icing on the top of a cinnamon roll. You know, when you get the, 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 the package of cinnamon rolls yeah. and got the little uh, container of icing, that's what the white honey tasted like. So I said, you know what? I said, let me, I like to cook. Let me try to create some recipes with this white honey. So when I was Googling and looking up honey recipes, what was coming up were spa recipes. So recipes for the body. So I'm like, okay, because honey is a natural humectant. It's been used for thousands of years in skin royal like royalty used, you know, when you go back to Egypt, they use skincare to preserve the skin and take care of, of, of the skin. So I'm like, okay. So I got out my big old gumbo pot. I still cooked, literally I cooked up a body butter. So I put, I got a lotion base. I just started ordering stuff, you know, online. I got a lotion base. And then of course I had the white honey, natural shea butter from West Africa, beautiful golden shea butter, which doesn't really smell the best. But I mean, I got rid it of the works. smell with the, it, it's amazing. Got rid of the smell with the other ingredients and just started to give it away. And one of the people I gave it to was Jada. And Jada was like, Re, this is amazing. She's like, I know, you know, I know products. She's like, I'm a product whore. I know products, I'm quoting her. I know products. And she's like, this is a business for you. And I said, well, you know, no, nah, maybe I'll just give it away. Cause I wasn't thinking about, a business then, because Trey was still, I mean, it's, my God, he, he'll be 30 this year. My son wow. is mind-blowing. Um, 2022, but 2006, I can't do the math that fast. What is that? Uh, 14, 16 years ago? Yes. 15 years ago, 16 yes. years ago. 
So I wasn't thinking about no job, honey. I was, child support checks was coming in. I was good. Mama was good, okay? And you know, I felt like my main responsibility was to take care of him, you know? And it was, and I'm grateful that I was able to do that. But anyway, um, eventually started the business and um, it went well. I was overwhelmed by it because I didn't consider myself a good businesswoman. You know, I'm creative all day long, but the business aspect of it wasn't so enjoyable. So I kind of, this is now fast forwarding. This is 2015. And if I'm talking too fast, you can slow me down. No, I find this all, you know, I mean, I think we have Jada Pinkett Smith to thank for this whoop-ash body butter. Listen, I'm telling you. And um, so anyway, I, I took her advice and um, I did. I put it on the market and people loved it. And uh, but the hard part for me had a great product, but it was like I said, the business kind of went against the grain and it wasn't so enjoyable. So in 2015, I kind of let it fall by the wayside, but I kept up all the intellectual properties you know, maintain the trademarks, all of that, the website domain, kept that current. And um, 2020, pandemic hits, everything shuts down. And then you start to reevaluate, you know, your life and you can really sit and think because you can't do anything. What are you going to do? Can't go out, you can't do, you can't do anything. So, all right, let me take this as an opportunity to recalibrate, to, you know, dig in and to really maybe get to the root of some of my stuff, you know, and it just, I I lost faith in myself as a businesswoman. And I'm a very spiritual woman. You know, I start every day with meditation and prayer and I end every day that way. And I seek throughout the day as well, because I mean, you know, life, life can be challenging, but I just felt like God was just saying to me, if you really if you really have faith in me, if you really, you know, you say you love me, you say, you know, I'm omnipotent and I can, you know, I, I, I say that as Sheree, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And if you really believe that, why are you looking at your limitations? Yeah. Why aren't you connected to my power and my ability versus you stopping and feeling fear? Because it's fear. I was just, I got, I was fearful. I was completely fearful. And I can't say that that fear is completely gone. I I battle with that, you know, but I couldn't let that stop me. So in 2020, I relaunched the business. Two years later, here we are. And I'm whooping ash, hunty. And I am taking names. (laughs) Ba-boom. I love it. I have to send you some of this. Can I show you You do. Yeah, no, it's, it's great packaging. David. Okay. For, yeah. It's like, and saw- you know, a, a lot of businesses really prospered during COVID. It really yeah. was like a time to like either wake it up and drink wine all day or that. really just focus <laughs> and no, and do something else. Cause I mean, my, this podcast was a thing before, but COVID really kind of changed the trajectory it. of it. It's the same thing. I love it. Resurrection. It was like yeah. a resurrection and a, and a rebirth, so to speak. So it's extraordinarily dense. Wow. Right. It's extraordinarily concentrated. And I don't know if you can, but it's like, it's so creamy. Wow. And like, it just, it goes on. It's butter. Can you see it right into the skin? It's great packaging too. It is. Oh, thank you. Cause you know what it was for me, the, the idea behind the packaging was I hope I don't tell my age, which don't really matter because I don't really care. But you remember Batman 
uh, yeah. in the series and how when he would be in a fighting scene, it would be like, bam, pow, boof. And I saw that and I saw it was like a superhero kind of image, whoop ash. And I said, you know, like, this is, this is a good, it's like, as a mother, you're a hero. You bring this home to the family. You take care of your babies. You take care of your man. Everybody can use it. It's a family product. And kids, you have to hide it from kids because they go crazy for it. They love the texture. They, of course, they love to say it because, you know, they think they're getting away with something. <laughs> well, that is what it reminds me of. It does remind me of the Batman, like, pow, or when, like, it freezes. That's exact. So. That is, you know, do you have a favorite brand? You know, you say you're a fashion girl. Like if I said you can only wear one brand for the rest of your life, like what would you? Whoopash. Well, obviously Whoopash. <laughs> Whoopash. Of course, it's a superhero of, of, of body butters, of moisturizers. So you're talking about another type of designer? Well, like a clothing designer, like someone once asked me, you know, they said, oh, you're, you're into fashion. Like if you had to just choose, you can only wear one, you know, Dior or Balenciaga, whatever it is. And that's it. Nothing else. I was like, God, that's a hard question. It's funny because, you know, it changes seasonally, you know, depending on the collections or whatever. But I'll tell you, I McQueen, I'm obsessed with McQueen. I mean, I've always been obsessed, you know, God rest his soul. What, what, what a genius of, uh, I mean, just a true craftsmanship, a true uh, craftsman, um, artist, I mean, visionary. I just think he was just incredible. Yeah. So I, 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 I would agree. Yeah. Well, before we get to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, (laughs) you know, listen, this isn't your first time at the rodeo. You were on another little show that we know as Hollywood X's. Yes. Did that experience prepare you for what to expect on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Somewhat. Somewhat it did. It, 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 um, it made it not as intimidating to go into. Um, so that was great. And then you kind of, you, you know, you understand the flow, you understand the, the demand. The, 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 the pleasant surprise for me with the housewives is they, um, when we were talking, it was actually to be a full cast member. It was to have a diamond. And then they offered me a position um, as a friend, which was a blessing, a true blessing for me because it gave me the opportunity to get into it, but, 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 but not completely just dive in the deep end. Cause this is, a, this is a completely different ball game. This, Hollywood exes loved it, had a ball with the ladies. Hollywood exes ain't got nothing on the housewives of Beverly Hills. Not a thing. I, <laughs> I, that doesn't shock me. I mean, that's, that's what I thought. I mean, you know, Hollywood exes has a lot of drama and there's a lot going on, but this is, this isn't, this is, this is the big league, right? This is, this is on a whole other level. It's on a whole other level. So I'm grateful that I was able to come in as a friend and kind of get my feet wet and get the rhythm and get a little bit of understanding because it wasn't invasive. It wasn't intrusive. I don't have, I don't even have a storyline. I'm just, you, where, where's the party at? You tell me where the, okay. I get, you make up my little self and go to the party, you know? So this for me was the ideal way to come into the, uh, to the franchise. Did you know you were going to be a friend of like in the beginning, like before filming? Because sometimes you don't, you film and then they tell you at the end. Oh, no, no, no. I knew. 
Yeah, I knew they told you me now. So I absolutely knew. Yeah. So, right. That was a good way just to kind of get, you know, a little bit, you know, a blessing. What do you keep in touch with anyone from Hollywood X is like yes. Shana Mokler. I know Mighty oh. was on it. Hollywood. Yes. I mean, all the ladies and I are very friendly. Um, the most friendly right now is the one that I see the most, I should say, or communicate with the most is Shamika. Shamika Lawrence. Shamika is getting married next month. Oh, wow. September. And I am in the wedding. So I'm really looking forward to, um, to, to, to being a part of, you know, uh, that celebration with her and that chapter of her life. But yes, I love all the ladies. At least you knew a little bit what to expect, you know, with this whole experience. But not. <laughs> but not. There were times, David, where I was like, I was literally, it was like I had to remember that I'm actually here filming. You're not home. You're not watching this. Not like you put some virtual reality. You are here. And it was like, because I was just like, like, like sitting with my mouth open, just the way I do at home sometimes with the shenanigans. And it was just like, are you kidding me? And one of the things with Garcella, I would always say to her is what the hell, what the hell you don't got me into woman? What were, and that's our little thing. What the hell we laugh, you know, but yeah, it's, 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 it's on a whole other level. And you weren't disappointed at all. Like in the beginning when they said like, guess what? You're just going to be a friend that you were actually elated elated that for me. And I think they thought, you know, I mean, they, they probably thought that would be disappointing because I was like, no, it's perfect. I said, this is great. I was, I was so grateful for that. Yeah. Do you think, you know, like you, we, we know you were on Hollywood X's and, you know, you've said it many times, like you mentioned Jada, we all know you're Will Smith's ex. Do you think like for you, because you were kind of in this world of Hollywood, like you you know, we're married to a major A-list actor. Like you've been around this. Do you think that helped as opposed to some people that come into this, you know, when they have a camera for the first time? I mean, it helped me, you mean personally? Yeah, like, like that you were kind of used to this, you know, like you've been with people that are ultra famous and there's cameras everywhere. And like, you know, I think some people get to the camera and they're like, oh, wow, this is the yeah. big time or whatever. Yes. Well, um, it's funny because no, I, 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 I haven't been around like in that life. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm indirectly, I mean, that's their life. That's not my life. So right. that's not the norm for me. Now, what I think the advantage of uh, uh, the advantage is I've met a lot of people. I know a lot of people, so I'm not, I'm not easily impressed, meaning, you know, I'm not going to get in a like, oh my God, and lose myself because I've, I've, I've been in it for a while. So that was good because I'm protected from that, you know, from, from, from letting it take over because it really can take over your life, you know? So I want to be in it, not of it. And it's very easy to become of it. And there's a saying, it's crazy. Because let me tell you, I was feeling myself a little bit. I got to tell you about this. Tell, tell me. <laughs> so I, I debuted, I, either it was, because um, last week was the ninth episode. So that was my second time on camera. Right. I think it was, I think it was last Wednesday's show. And this, the, they love the let's to, to setting a bitch straight. We did a little toast, Garcelle and I, and they love that. So the next morning I'm up, I'm reading all the stuff. I'm like, oh my God, they're loving me. This is awesome. And I started to feel it in a way that I didn't think was healthy. You know, it was very, very subtle, but I had to check myself because 
although I'm very grateful, you know, extraordinarily grateful for the people that are supportive and are saying nice things, you know, but I also know that those are the people in a flash that can turn on you and say the wrong things, you know, or say damaging, hurtful things. So if you fall for the, this is a, an expression that I've never forgotten. If you fall for the cheers, you'll fall for the jeers. So the same people that have built you up will tear you down. So I think you have to approach it with a very, very healthy mindset, you know, and I'm grateful that I feel like I'm in the space to do that. That's yeah. good. I agree with all of that. I mean, I talk about these concepts here all the time, like the concept of fame and how it changes people. And I mean, I agree with all of that yes. because- no one knows you. So the cheers, although they might feel great, it's not someone that truly knows you as a person. And I agree with you as we're seeing this season with some other people, they will, which we'll get into in a second. Like they will turn on you in a dime. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. The wait is over. That's right. A season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high? yet. That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as <laughs> What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. You guys know I work from home, and because of that, I travel a lot, and I'm never in one place for very long. And that's why when it came to my mental health, the only option I could see was Talkspace. Talkspace is kind of like having a therapist in your pocket. I personally, and you too, can reach out to your therapist or psychiatrist anytime from anywhere, and it just makes taking care of mental health so easy. When I'm away and I need to talk to my therapist, I just send a message from wherever, you know, I can work through things. It's so easy. You can sign up online and basically start therapy the same day you sign up. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's just easy. It's convenient. It's literally like you don't have to leave your home. And it's also, I mean, this is the greatest part, I think. Well, one of the greatest parts, it's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages 24 seven, they'll engage with you literally, you know, any day. So listen, as a listener of this podcast, you get a hundred dollars off your first month with Talkspace to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code velvet to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show, right? That's nice. That's velvet and Talkspace.com. 
And yeah. you found after this, like, you know, cheers with Garcelle and the next morning, you felt like you were going down that road for a minute of like, for feeling a second. yes, a girlfriend of mine said, Oh, you're trending a little bit on Twitter. Now not trending. I, you know, I'm not real. I'm uh, Instagram is my social media of choice, but now I'm starting to get back on Twitter. And I said, what? I said, okay. And then you kind of like, well, all right. You know, and it's good. It's good to kind of, you know, feel good about yourself. But I, again, there's a fine line between, you know, and I was like, no, I don't want to. I had to check myself because I felt myself falling a little bit. And I said, okay, just bring it back. Be grateful, but bring it back because it could change next week. <laughs> Right. And you're still the same person, but that's good for you for like having that ability to realize that. Yes. I, I do a lot of work, David. I do. I, I do. I'm always about, you know, um, growing and evolving and, and becoming more aware and more conscious and, you know, just, just being the best version of myself that I can be and giving myself grace in the process. Did you have any reservations in joining the show? Like, you know, once you- yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It was, Garcelle reached out to me and said, hey, um, I'm going to give the casting director your information. And I was like, for what? I'm not doing reality, but I just responded, thanks, girl. So I said, okay, when she calls me, I'm just going to, you know, respectfully decline. I don't want to do reality. I've done it, been there, just don't want to do it. And- I was like, well, wait, like, it was almost like my inner self, my, my, the spirit said, you don't even have anything to turn down. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, okay, wait a minute. That's wisdom. That's wise. Like, why would I say no right now? And cause maybe the end product just have the conversation. So I had the conversation and then they a green light to go further and to meet with the executives. And I said, it might not be reality. It just might be, you know, who I meet along the way or an experience, or maybe somebody I'm supposed to impart kind words or something into who knows, but it was like, at least be in a position to turn it down. So anyway, so go through all the, you know, the whole, the process. And now it's a waiting game. And I remember praying meditation. And I asked, I said, God, please take this cup from me. I said, I do not want to do reality. And that was my prayer. And then it became, gosh, dang, I'm supposed to do this. I know I'm supposed to do it. And I was like, if they offer it to me, I got to take it. Because I'm supposed to, for whatever reason, you know, now there are plenty of reasons to want to do it. I mean, it's an amazing platform. I, I think because Hollywood X is, I remember wishing, I was like, I hope Bravo picks us up, you know, because when we were shopping the show, because I see what they do for women. I see the platform it gives women. So there's no other platform like the Housewives franchise. On t there's just not, not for women. So, um, so I know the benefits of it, but it's like, it's reality TV, like what the heck, you know? So anyway, I, I, I got, um, and then I had other people that kind of were praying with me and we were, you know, talking and they had the same confirmation that I had. So I'm like, okay. So when they said friend, I was like, hallelujah. <laughs> You're like this. Hallelujah. Did yeah. any part of you, you know, just because we knew you from Hollywood exes, which was a show based on like all these women who are exes of someone famous, yeah. you know, in the media, people knew, you know, you were Will Smith's ex. Did that factor into it at all? Like, um, I'm Cherie, like I'm not anyone's ex. Like I want people to get to know me as me, or was that not even a thing? I don't 
didn't think that was a thing. I, I, I you know, it, it might have been. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I think you, they would have to answer that, you know, but I don't think that was a thing. Or like for you, like, you Could know, have maybe played a small part in it, perhaps. But even when they promoted it, they didn't really mention Will's name. You know, so I'd like to think that that there was something in me because I had taped with Garcelle before, you know, totally. uh, prior to to them, you know, approaching to 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 be a part of the um, part of the cast. Um, so they were familiar. And as a matter of fact, when Garcelle was even auditioning for the show, when she was going through her process, I was one of the girls that she got together because they wanted to see how she, you know, I guess how she interacted with her female friends and what her community was like. So, you know, there was some familiarity with me. Yeah, like you've been on it. I'd like to think it was me. It was all me and nothing but me. Yeah, and I didn't mean like from them. I just, no, and I just meant like from your point of view of like, hey, like I'd like the world to know me for me as opposed to this narrative online. You know, I'd like to think, David, I'm such a big person. When I say big personality, I, I, I I mean this in a sense of I hold my own, you know, and I've always held my own. So it's yes, there is an associate. Yes. And people, but that's not my stuff. I don't, I don't maneuver that way. I don't lead with that. You know, I'm Cherie. I show up as Cherie. I try to be as authentic as I possibly can be. And the best version of me, I try to present that. And I like to think that's enough. It is enough. That's ex- yes. <laughs> well, now, you know, Garcelle, we've had Garcelle, you know, she's had two seasons before you've made some appearances you know, she's had her ups and downs. So like, did, how did Garcelle, like, did Garcelle, you know, say, Hey, let me tell you about everyone here and how this is all going to work and watch out for this one. And this, like, you know, I mean, you had an inside source. She didn't, she didn't. And it's funny because I thought I was like, gosh, I, I, I wish that maybe, you know, but I think that was, that was a very wise thing to do and an an unselfish thing. Let her come in and just see these women for who they they are and allow her to form her own judgments and opinions. And really that's that's what it's been. She's never, you know, you got to watch out for this one and you can't, she's never done that. Yeah, so. That's, that's good. Yeah, that's great, you know, but but she's also, I will say she's there, like if I have a question, if I want to know. So she um, she's definitely made herself available. Now, yeah, there was some stuff I was like, damn, I wish she would have told me that, <laughs> you know. But I I I respect the approach. I respect, you know, the uh not putting her stuff on me, basically, you know, go come in, Sheree, and kind of feel your way. And yeah, so I respect that. That's really good. And that is totally respectable. Did yeah. you have like, did you know, like, did you watch this show before? Like, I, oh. I, I know you're on it. I'm a housewife's junkie. Oh, you yes. Yeah. So, I mean, so in that respect, there was no, it wasn't, yes, I, I watched the show. And I also, I think what, what happened with doing reality because I had opinions, you know, about the ladies and whatnot, but that's because I'm, I'm a viewer, you know, and it's entertainment for me. Now, when you start to do the show, it's a little more personal, you know, and you want to be fair. And I did because I understand reality. Yes. People say they can't use what you don't give them. 
That's true. But at the same time, you shoot thousands and thousands of hours of footage. They can't possibly show everything. So sometimes, like you, many times you can't see the full context of what's happened. So you're getting a snippet of somebody, you know, you don't know them in totality. So I wanted to go in with being neutral, like no preconceived notions. Let me just go in and have this thing be organic. And that's what I did. And I was actually, I was pleasantly surprised. You know, I, I liked the, the ladies. I do. Who shocked you or who was like the most different than like kind of what, you know, you were trying not to be preconceived, but you watched it. So you must've had some, like who was kind of the I most different. I would say different. Erica. I, when I say the most different, I mean, it, it, from what I thought she was to what what I felt she was when I was actually in her presence and, and doing, I um, I liked her. I, I respect, I respect her. I respect somebody who is honest and who's transparent and who's like, this is what it is and puts it out there. And then I also like the fact that she takes responsibility you know, I, I've like, if she, if she offends somebody or she says she will apologize, she will, that's what I saw. That was my experience. I, yes. I've seen, you know, I've seen episodes where it did not look like she did any of that, but my experience with her was not, you know, from the previous seasons. It was just, I thought she was fair. I thought she was real. And Diana, same thing, super real, you know, and I mean, I didn't have any I, you know, cause this is Diana's first season. So I didn't know who she was at all, but yeah, but the ladies were, were fun. I know you guys love listening to my five day a week celebrity interview podcast, but guess what? I found another podcast that's interviews even bigger names and does so way more professionally than I do. Honestly, they do. Listen, it's called The Envelope. It's a celebrity guest podcast from the LA Times. That's right, LA Times, guys. And they cover award seasons in Hollywood and the entertainment industry. The first six episodes are available to binge now. That's right, right now. And let me tell you about these guests. I am so jealous. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Jennifer Coolidge, David Harbour from Stranger Things, Jessica Biel. Oh, and they get so deep and in-depth with their interviews. They really go there. Listen, these six episodes kept me so happy. Six hours of pure bliss. So listen, download and listen to the latest episodes of The Envelope anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can thank me later. Happy listening. I think that's, I mean, that's just from someone that does what I do. I think that's the best advice I could ever give someone of just like, when you're standing there and interacting and speaking, base it on that. Like, and so if you find someone's wonderful, who cares what you've watched? Because we all know how that works. Absolutely. Absolutely. Was it, what was your first impression, I guess, of like some of the others, like Kyle, Lisa Rinna, like what was your first impression of working with them? Um, Kyle is Kyle. (laughs) I mean, Kyle is Kyle. That's, I'll just, I got to leave that as Kyle is Kyle. She's, she was, um, she's Kyle. She's everything I experienced prior to being on the show. So she was, she was the one for me that was the truest to her TV persona. It was, it was just, it's Kyle. Right. Um, who else? Lisa Renna. 
Yeah, Lisa, you know, Lisa, it's funny because I saw a side to her that I thought was so maternal. You know, I mean, very maternal. Like, um, I, I, I don't want to, when does this air? Because I don't want to give a spoil alert. It's going to air probably two weeks at least okay. from right now. So you're probably not giving any spoiler okay. alerts. Because I don't know, honestly, you, you never know what they're going to use and what they're not going to use. But she baked, she was baking cookies for us. We were at her house, you know, filming and she's baking cookies and she's running around, you know, her little hair and, you know, her, you know, bouncing around, making sure everybody's, you know, cup is full and, 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 and they have enough to eat and like the cookies are coming out. And I was like, oh my God, like, she's like a grandma, you know, cause for me, my grandmother was so nurturing. Like, I just think of just that energy to take care of everybody. And I said to her, I said, oh my God, I said, you're a grandma and a hottie body. And she did not take kindly to that <laughs> because, and I said, oh my God, no, no, no. I said, I mean this, I mean this as a compliment. I mean, I guess you hear the word grandma and you know, instantly you think somebody is calling you, I don't know, some old, who Older, knows? I guess. Older, but I just meant it in a very much, she's, she's very maternal. So I was surprised by that. Yeah, yeah. that's not, I think what we think of Lisa Renna as. What about Sutton and Dorit? What were your first impressions? Well, Sutton I had met before. I met Sutton through um, Garcelle filming in in the prior seasons. Sutton was, um, you know, she's she's kind of, she's fun. She's interesting. I would say she's interesting. And um, so Sutton was Sutton. Um, Dorit. Dorit was, um, I thought Dorit was very sweet. I thought she was very sweet, you know, and of course my heart went out to her because of what, you know, what she had to endure. Um, but I thought she was very sweet. And that, I don't know if she, she comes with all her designer stuff from head to toe. So, you know, you just never know what people are going to make that stuff mean when they walk in a room. And she was so nice. She was really kind and really sweet. Whose fashion, I mean, you know, you say you're a fashion girl, we talk fashion, like just that, you know, whose fashion are you most in awe of, so to speak, out of your castmates? It would have to be Diana's. I mean, ridiculous. Like just the best of, like just ridiculous. You look at those bags. Oh, it's ridiculous. You're like, wait a second, what, (laughs) what bag is that? And like, she's just like, oh, what? Like this bag. And you're like, wait, sweetie, like, let's back up just five minutes. She's someone that I thought was interesting because it's like, you know, she's got money, but money doesn't have her. I was very impressed with that. And a lot of people say the opposite from what they're watching. They're saying, which, you know, that she's, that's a big criticism of her. She's all about the money. All she cares about is money. All she talks about you saying the opposite. I I thought it was just, in my experience, it was just the opposite, you know? And sometimes when you come, I mean, she's, you know, when you're hundreds of millions, people already have preconceived notions about you because in, 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 in many respects, you're, you're, you're unrelatable. To, to, to most people, you're going to be unrelatable, but she's just, you know, she, I just thought she was just, like I said, so real and she, she has it, but it doesn't have, it doesn't have her. She just shows up. And I thought she was very authentic and very real. And she's the kind of person you're going to know exactly where you stand. I like that. 
Some people don't want that. Some people want you to be phony to them. And you know what I mean? I, I don't want that. I want to know exactly who you are. You know, don't don't present one thing and then behind my back, be you. And New York, New York, New York. So that's kind of the way our get down. That's that's the way we do things. I was just going to say, well, I'm from New York, honey. So I you could tell Let me, me just say it to my face. I don't care how harsh it is. And let's move on. Like I, I'm I, I'm over something in like 10 seconds. If we just hash this out, it's why are we even talking about this now? That was three minutes ago. Let's move on. Absolutely. We can agree to disagree. I can I can I can respect you and not really care for you. You're just not my people. But I, I respect you. Right. Because I know exactly where I like that. I like that in a person. And that's what you got from Diana. Yes, that's exactly what I got from Diane. Why do you think the audience feels the opposite? Because people are having a hard time. You know, you say connecting with her. I mean, isn't that really the million or in this case, I guess, what is it? $250 million question. You know, why is the audience having such a hard time connecting with Diana? And I think it's so interesting to hear Cherie's, you know, experience with Diana, Cherie's experience with Erica Jane. I know as an audience, a lot of you guys have a different experience, but this is why I love chatting with everybody directly. So thanks for listening to part one. Stay tuned for part two of our chat with Cherie. And of course, we are going to get into one of the biggest dramas of this season. You know, when Erica Jane told Garcelle's son, Jax, to F off. Well, let's see what Cherie thinks about that. We talk really more about the Kyle of it all, how Kyle is. I really want to go through more about how she feels about Kyle and Sutton and kind of everything else that's been going on this season. Um, We talk about it all. So stay tuned for part two. And of course, we also talk about, you know, is Sheree single? Is she looking? We talk about Garcelle. Who do we want to fix Garcelle up with? So if you like this chat part two is just getting better because we're about to deep dive on everything going on and we talk about you know she is the poster child as garcelle said for co-parenting you know do will and jada watch rhobh that's what i want to know and we ask that so stay tuned for part two and hope you guys love this part one chat with the one and only miss sheree zampino Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.